Welcome to the Health Code Podcast. I'm Sarah, otherwise known as Sarah's Day, and I'm a health and fitness YouTuber. And I'm Kurt, professional photographer and content creator, or also known as Sarah's Boyfriend. We're here to help you crack the code to a healthy and fit lifestyle. We're going to be talking all things health, fitness, relationship, lifestyle, and career. So it's time to grab your code books because we're about to spill some serious tips. Really? That sounds so bitchy. Ugh, this baby's kicking me in the guts. In the guts? Yeah. Oh, me guts. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Health Code Podcast. Welcome back, guys. I feel so weird because I feel like the last two times we've been interviewing someone. I know. And I feel like very relaxed now, like I just know. speaking so to chill, you. so chill, isn't it? Yeah. I feel like I don't know what to say now because we don't have another person to start a conversation with us. I know. I know. I just have to talk to you. (laughs) But today, our podcast is on something that we've actually been discussing this week, just like in our normal life. And I think it's going to help a lot of people out there because on my personal Instagram, I get so many questions about family and friends and who you surround yourself with and how I guess we're we're pretty like positive and driven people. And how our relationships and friendships affect that. So I really think this podcast is going to help everyone out there in some way. I definitely agree with that. And I don't actually, I won't say anything else about that because I think we'll just delve into it a bit later on. But before we do, (laughs) most importantly, we need to jump into the weekly wrap. (laughs) Yeah. All righty. Do you want me to start with this one? Yes. Okay. So my week. I'm sorry, guys. I'm letting you down. I'm usually the guy that comes on here with all the funny stuff, the lols. But this week... No, you're not. I'm the funny one. No, 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 no. Comment below if I'm the funny guy. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) All right. So this week I set myself a challenge and this will... I'm going to shamelessly plug my YouTube channel right now. Give me a follow, KJ Tills. I set myself a challenge. I got a paddleboard for Christmas from Sarah. Mm, you're so, welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. It was I, a great I haven't gift. even got to play on it because I'm pregnant, pregnant. <laughs> risk versus reward, and everyone's like, don't do it. I'm like, oh, everyone's going to judge me in the ocean. So I just <laughs> refrain. So from the minute I got this paddleboard, I instantly just had this idea that I wanted to do a really big paddle around Cronulla. Now, I haven't surfed at all the spots in Cronulla. I've lived here for two years now. And I thought, what a better way to check it out than just paddle around the headland. <laughs> A seven, was it seven kilometer? Seven kilometers later, <laughs> I paddled the entire headland on a paddleboard that's not a necessarily a downwind paddleboard. It's a paddleboard that's meant for the surf. So it's a little bit less buoyant and not as used to like being in choppy waters. You want to be in a bit calmer waters. So I paddled the whole way from Allura Surf Club all the way around the headland, all the way into... Salmon Hall? Salmon Hall. No, I went past Salmon Hall. I oh. went all the way around the corner into oh um, Gatamata Bay. I I don't even know. Where we, where we go for a swim with, with Abby. Oh, yeah, like Bay, Bay Lane. Bay Lane. I went to Bay Lane. Oh, my goodness. So the whole way around the headland. It, it took me two hours. Anyway, the point of this story is I burned almost a thousand calories that's so insane i know how crazy is that i know and it was i wasn't actually pushing myself too hard i think my heart rate got to a max of a 120 yeah roughly 120 and it only peaked at that at a few points how long did that take you you were gone for a while I was gone for a while and i paddled longer than what it actually was because we did a few different takes of different things to get like right because you were filming for your youtube channel so so in total it would have only been about 5k but i ended up doing about seven so how long were you right? Like how long were you pushing for? Uh, in total, yeah. paddling yeah. without rest times, it yeah. probably would have been uh, maybe an hour and a half. 
Yeah, but I had probably about a half an hour of rest periods in between there. Yeah, well, that's full on. That's like low intensity cardio. Yeah, but a thousand calories. I was so like I was blown really, away. Yeah, when you came home and told me that, I was like, I think your watch is broken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because in my workouts, well, now that I'm pregnant, um, not that I care about calories, but I've just been wearing my watch because you guys have been loving seeing on Instagram stories like how hard I push myself. Yeah. Or I don't. I I actually personally like seeing other people's. Apple watches or whatever, their Garmin's as well. well it's just a good way to but, measure a workout too, Yeah, isn't I guess. It? Um, but I'm, I kind of do like 250 cals and on a really good day, I might do like 400. I don't know how that happens. But uh, when you came home and said, yeah, I've burnt yeah. like a thousand calories, I was like, oh my gosh, let me feed you. Let me love you by, <laughs> through food. <laughs> I ate so much food that day. But it just goes to show that like even, even a simple like paddleboard around a headland or, you know, setting yourself a challenge can actually impact your week's worth of training 100%. dramatically. So, Well, even today we went to the gym and your legs were so sore just from uh, doing that paddleboarding. Well, I did, I did legs the day before it as well. So, Oh, okay. I didn't know <laughs> I that. I cooked part. myself I was just, entirely. I was wondering, well, you bent down to get Abby food and you were like, oh, my legs. I was yeah, like, oh, maybe yeah. I should paddleboard. But that is a really, really good point because we're always going on about living an active lifestyle and not just going to the gym. People say, you know, they can't afford a gym membership or there's no good gyms around them. And honestly, you do not need a gym to get the body of your dreams or to get the fitness level of your dreams. You just need to be creative and do something that you love and something that inspires you to keep going. So like some of my best workouts are in this outdoor gym up the road at this beach. Mm. And it just has like a step and like a running track. I love that place. When yeah. I'm not pregnant, I get the best workouts in there. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I, I've been getting into rock climbing and mountain biking as well. So I'm, I'm going to track those as well because I'm really mm. interested to mountain know. Mountain biking could be your cardio. Yeah. And well, then- I come back from probably about two hours I'll usually be gone for. Yeah. And I come back from that and I'm absolutely gassed. So- well, because like I know a lot of girls, I don't, I don't know much about like, okay, my Instagram is mo- predominantly girls. It's like 98% females. Yeah. So a lot of girls are always saying, I know I have to do cardio, but I hate the stair machine. I hate the treadmill. And I'm always like, you don't have to do that. But that's just another idea. Like you can get a bike, you can go for a paddleboard, you can go for a swim, just go for a walk with your dog. And these are all fun activities you can just do with your friends as well. I'm getting too passionate. I know, me too. This weekly rap is turned in a different direction. That's it, I'm going paddleboarding. (laughs) Do you have anything else to add? No, no, that was was pretty much it. Okay. Um, I'll start with mine on a high. Super exciting. I got to launch my sunglass collection. That was very sunglasses. exciting. Yes. Well done. Thank you. I'm so, I get paranoid to say it. It's with Vaux eyewear, but it's a French word. <laughs> it's V-E-U-X. And everyone's been giving me hate. They're like, you're such an Aussie. Yes, I am. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so apparently it's the, like it the, means want. Like fur, the, the. <laughs> I don't know. It's so, so fancy, says he. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> apparently not. Yeah. So basically it's White Fox Boutique's exclusive eyewear range and I collaborated with them and I made my own eyewear. So one of them, the blue light glasses, the ones that you guys would have seen me edit with. Yeah. Those ones are sold out, but the three sunglasses are still available, but they're pretty low in stock. But anyway, that was super exciting. And yeah. I love the photo that we did together yeah that was such a fun shoot that was a really fun yeah. shoot it was just Kurt and I and it's usually the way it is yeah but like <laughs> it was just fun because I got to be the my own director and pick the location and yeah I don't know it was just fun but on a negative oh, I just no no I'm I'm kind of like vouching for you or like just bear with me okay I've been very 
very emotional this week. <laughs> okay. And I kind of want to apologize to Kurt because. Oh, I- <laughs> thank you. No. I've been waiting for this day since the minute you got pregnant. <laughs> Look, I just, I, I just cry so easily. If, if something overwhelms me a little bit, I cry and I'm not a crier, am yeah. I? Like no, pre-preggy. No. You are a tough woman. I'm a tough, I'm a tough cockhead. Yeah. <laughs> but, but today, oh my gosh, I don't know what's wrong with me. I walked into the nursery, okay? And it like, you guys would have seen on my YouTube channel. There's like, it's full of crap. It has some stuff we're sending to the charity place and it's no, got no, Kurt's no. clothes. When you say it's like full of, full of crap, it's like literally a bomb dropped yeah. in there. It yeah. was it was terrible this morning. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and, and the baby is already engaged in my pelvis. So like... Like, says he's know, under a little bit of pressure. Yeah, I'm just like, what if he comes early? So I kind of just walked in there thinking, hmm, imagine if I just went into labor and I just started crying. Oh, yeah. And I was like, we just, we, I just was really overwhelmed and I was really frustrated at Kurt because I feel like I keep saying, Kurt, can you please move your clothes? Can you please move your clothes? Can you please move your clothes? And he never does it. So then when he actually saw me crying, then he did it and it made me angry. The fact that I have to cry in front of you. Oh, come on. So this apology is now revoked because now I'm angry. No, come on, mate. <laughs> no, but oh, I, I, I just, I really emotional this week and all I want to do is nest and clean the house. Like right now, I need to be editing a YouTube video, but I just want to clean. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to wash the dog, clean the sheets, and like prep his little room. Well, I came into a room to a very overwhelmed Sezzy, mm. which is kind of very similar to a time bomb. There's a few different stages of it. First is like the, the eyes. They like gaze Silent. straight at you like... Silent. Yeah, silent eyes. Yeah, like oh, they read, burn. read what they I burn. mean through my eyeballs. Then there's a bit of pacing good. that happens, like a bit of pacing, starting to pick things up. It's like a little bit of like a bit more noisier as she picks up I check these my particular phone. I items. Check the time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you've got my attention now. Then it's like a look at me with like anger. No, no longer just a gaze. It's like anger. Like, are you going to do something about this or am I going to blow up at you? Finally, the bomb explodes. I cry. You either cry <laughs> or this overwhelming yell just comes I, from you. I never yell. Oh, no, no. I've, I've had yells a few times. No, I use words. <laughs> I just, I, I, I articulate my anger. I don't So yell. I got in there at stage three. <laughs> so I was quick, quick to act Today and started right. cleaning up the place. All right, we get it. I'm a baby. Wait, wait, no, wait. no, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> okay. So let's get into today's topic. Yeah. Now, this started because I I wish I remembered the quote, but I'm just going to kind of wing it and you guys will get the gist. Mm. But I think it was like in 2011. So I finished school in 2010. And in 2011, I don't know who it was, but I was talking to someone about my goals and it was in terms of like diet and training and business. It was just everything. They were like, what do you want to do with your life? And I kind of told them and I said, but you know, a lot of my friends are doing this and they're like this, and this is what we do on the weekends. And this person said to me, I'm really sorry if you're listening and you know who you are, please tell me. (laughs) But it it wasn't someone really close to me. It was like someone really random. It could have even been like a lecturer at Uh uni. Okay. Actually, I think it was. Anyway, they said, you are a direct reflection of the three closest people around you. Okay, it basically it means like if you have three best friends or a boyfriend and two friends, 
you are so much more influenced by them than you ever had realized. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, I totally agree with that. So when, yeah. So when that person told me that, I was like, okay. So I sat down and I thought about who were the three closest people to me at that time. And I looked at my life and saw how they were affecting it. And it's so true because when I hung out with one person, I would reach certain goals or I would be a certain way. And then when I hung out with another person, it was like I was a different Sarah. Yeah. So in saying that, I've had this conversation with my little sister and I feel like everyone, well, a lot of girls anyway, you go through a stage, it's normally at the end of high school and you have two sides to you. And I think that's so normal. And I don't think it's like you being fake or you changing for people. It's just a lot of people. It's you just finding your way in life. I think think it's finding out exactly who you are. Yeah. Well, there's different aspects to everyone's personality. So Mm. yeah, I just wanted to acknowledge that first and say like, it's okay if you have different parts of your personality. Don't think that you need to pick one. So like, Around certain people, I'm really extroverted and I like to dance and like, woo, I'm fun and whatever. And then with other people, I'm a bit more like business savvy and serious. Yeah. So. And then other people, you may be super healthy and and clean eating and going to the gym. Yeah. So I just want to establish first that's like, it's okay to have different sides to you and you don't always have to be that, that one side. No, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's good. So. Yes. All right, here we go. We've got a list of questions here that we're yeah. going to run through. So we sort of like sat down and we were like, okay, what if we were Dolly Doctor? Yeah. What would the girls write in? Yeah. Or gents. Sorry, yeah. fellas, if you're listening in, don't worry, I got your back. Don't worry. Dolly Big Doctor. KT's here. <laughs> yeah, I kind of just wanted to like, if I was going to ask us questions, what would I ask? So yeah. I tried to ask, like, I tried to write down these questions that we think you guys would want to know. Yeah. Okay. So in your life, have you purposely or coincidentally changed your friendship circles and relationships? And how did this affect your life and personality and productivity? Uh, Are we going to ask me first? I'll go first. Yeah, I like story times and keep it real. And like, no, this is a no judgment zone, guys. Okay. So I've I've got my mates who I've been like friends with from high school and they are always going to be my mates. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, I think there's definitely been stages where I've hung with particular people more often than others. And that's just because of those stages of life that I'm hitting at. If you're in a party stage, if you've gone through a breakup. Yeah, yeah. And I guess when when I decided to make change and I wanted to really drive and focus in on my photography career and really focus in on my health, I stopped drinking a bit. When was that? Um, a little after we met, really. So how old were just you? Before, actually, just before we met. So I was, what am I now, 29, I was 27. I was like, that's it. I'm sick of my party stage. I want to really just focus on my health and focus on my my career because I just find I even said this to you the other day like I find alcohol so unproductive mm-hmm. the next day you wake up intuitive to everything you're trying to achieve exactly yeah. exactly the next day you wake up you feel horrible maybe you had a great night or you've done some silly things mm-hmm. you then got a heap of regret and then I feel like it takes a, like a week for you to like build your hormones back up again and and be happy like and confident yeah yeah and I feel like that that I think it's like underrated how bad a hangover actually is yeah. and how long it actually takes to, I guess, refresh your body from that. And I think everyone's different. We There's a guy at our gym who he drank the other day or whatever, and he was smashing out a gym session. And I was like, oh, you're going so hard. He's like, yeah, I don't know how. I drank so much yesterday. And um, I feel like everyone's different, but I yeah, also definitely. think it's kind of like when you cut gluten out of your diet. If you cut it out for so long, yeah, your body forgets how to respond. Yeah. If I drank now, 
I would, I, oh, I think my hangover would just be yeah. so bad. Well, we've got to remember that alcohol is a poison anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> that's, for that's another, another <laughs> That's another thing. We're very passionate about that. <laughs> so on the, I guess on this line of talking about alcohol was more the productive side. So I found that, that I wasn't as productive during my week and focusing on my career path and my health and fitness program. Were so, your friends good good friends then? Like, were they good mates? They, they, yeah, they, they were the best. They were so supportive of me and, and everything. And In terms they, of your photography? Yes, definitely, definitely. Okay. They've, they've always been very supportive of me. And I feel like uh, when I started making changes, maybe like they may not have quite understood why I was making change. Mm-hmm. And, and and I feel like sometimes things with you, your close friends, you act one way around them and then all of a sudden you're like i need to do this 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 and this and and make these changes to to get to that goal it's a bit hard for for them to adapt but at the end of the day they're going to always be my best friends so wait so when you say that when you were making changes why do you say that they couldn't adapt like what's because i i I couldn't give them as much time as i as, as i guess that to be a good friend should do so they were used to you just picking up the phone being like yeah man i'll come i'll I'll be keen i'll be keen and you know we we got in a relationship and then all of a sudden i'm focusing on my career and i'm focusing more on my health and fitness and and building a new relationship yeah and and it takes just those three things alone take a large slice out of your life and then to have a social life on that i feel like social life sort of can be pushed to the side for for a section of time to to try and get yourself to that goal that you're trying to reach no matter what it is health, fitness, career, uh, relationship, sometimes like something's got to give and it's up to you what what it is it's got to give. Yeah, it's like, what do you care about the most? Can I ask a question? Yeah, go. When I feel like you've had a very colorful life, like, oh, yeah. like I'm, kind of, I'm kind of a sheltered soul. You're like, like a little angel. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> but like, I, I love asking Kurt questions mm-hmm. about his past. I just yeah. find it really interesting. But when you were in like your party stage, yeah. okay, were you in like, do you feel like that was the real you at that time or were you just influenced by the other no. people? No, no, no. Or do you that regret wasn't... it? And, I like, never regret anything. And expl- kind of explain your party stage to people. Like what mm. was your life like? What were you like as a person? Okay. All right. Because okay. so I feel I... like everyone knows you from like your Instagram and my channel and you're yeah. such like a friendly, warm, welcoming, easy guy. Yeah. I've always been that way. But I, I don't I don't know you as party Kurt because yeah. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have dated you. <laughs> so I, I went through a bad breakup. We were, we were together for a long time and and as soon as that broke up was like, okay, I'm gonna start making change. I hate my job. I'm I need independence. So I moved out of home and tried to change career straight away, which was probably a really bad decision back then thinking on it. I should have done taken lighter steps because when you move out of home for the first time, it's overwhelming how much money you spend. Mm. And when you've decided to take a step back from the career path that you had a full-time job in and trying to pick up photography and trying to do carpentry and this and that was all really hard. At the same time, I was just, you know, you didn't care. going out on the weekends, partying with my mates, you know, drinking and this because I was I was sad and I was I was alone and and I guess it's really bad that I guess society thinks this way, but you sort of it's like a distraction. It is a distraction. Alcohol is a massive distraction and it's terrible because it's really bad for the body. But no, but I would agree. I think it, it, it's it, just, when I went through my party stage, it was because it was a distraction. Yeah. And I'm like, that's and not me. You think it helps, but it, necess- it doesn't necessarily help. Mm-mm. And I just got caught in this hole and I, I started surrounding myself with 
party people. My friends were also really close, but there was other people that came into my life at this stage and they are now long gone. Mm. Never ever talk to them again because they're, they're not the Kurt that I need to be. They're not, they're not supportive of the Kurt I need to be. Mm-hmm. My mates will always be supportive of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess, I guess that sort of goes back to that point of people come and go in your life at particular stages of your life while you're trying to find who you are. And sometimes they challenge you. It's like, it's up to you what path you take. It's like, do you, are you going to pursue your friendship with that group over there? Yeah. Who's like the party group. And I don't want this podcast to be like, we're demonizing partying at all. No. It's just really hard. Because we've been there. We've done that. Like whatever. It's just hard that right now in our lives at this place, we are not party people. We don't drink. So just, yeah, I guess you have to acknowledge that that's kind of where we're coming from. Yeah. And, and but I don't I, I don't want to I just think, say partying is so bad. I'm just saying for us and our life and our goals, it's just so counterintuitive to everything. Well, on the and, flip side of that as well, some of the most successful people that we surround ourselves with don't drink yeah. and are so productive during it's the right. week. Yeah. And, are, are, you know, driven people, really motivated. Yeah. So I think that sort of says a lot about, mm. you know, partying and that as well. So The most successful people I know have so many similarities. They're, they're very different yeah. people, but... The common factors are like they don't drink, they don't party, they have a schedule, they wake up early, they train in the morning, yeah. they're healthy. Even if their job isn't even in health and fitness, they really value their health. Yeah, and they have an understanding. I, and, I and just, I love, I love surrounding myself with people who I'm inspired by, and I take tips from, and they teach me things that I don't do in my own life. I don't like. I have some friends that I feel like I'm that person for them and that's fine. But yeah. I think you need, you need a balance. You can't always be the positive influence. You no. need some positive influences in yeah, your definitely. own life. And people who push you and motivate you to lift yourself up to a yeah. higher level. You know what I well, mean? Wherever like, that be. When we're talking to our friend Daniel the other day, he said, um, I was telling him my business goals and he was like, who is your mentor? And I was like, what? He was like, <laughs> you need a mentor. I was like, what do you mean? He was like, yeah, every like top business person has a mentor yeah. and I was like that's so true it's just like finding inspiration from people and being driven by the right person and I, I think that was kind of the catalyst of this episode yeah, today definitely yeah. definitely was I think we've probably answered all our questions now I didn't say mine <laughs> yeah you go on yours now okay. well um it's so hard because you want to be so open but you get scared that the people I'm confident no one questioned you. No, no, I know, I know. <laughs> but I just sometimes get scared that the people who I'm referencing will know and they're listening and I don't want them to feel bad. But anyway. Yeah, okay. Okay, so... Uh, da, da, da. We're getting deep today, by the way, people. Well, I feel like we, all of our podcasts have been really lighthearted and I just want to bring some more... Realness. Deep, well, deep conversation. Let's have a DNM with the sissies and the lads. We, we are. <laughs> so I guess I've had two stages of my life where I feel like I was not surrounded by positive influences mm-hmm. and I made conscious and tactical decisions where I remember the night sitting there saying, this is going to be hard, but I'm going to have to cut them from my life. <laughs> and it sounds cutthroat, but I'll, let me get into yeah, it. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So the first one was during high school. I'm mm-hmm. going to be honest. I just never felt like I fully fit in. And then I would get really, really close to a girl and, and we'd be besties and it would be so good. And then, I don't know, like there would be some drama or or she would change and she would want to party and drink and do stuff that I just wasn't into. And then yeah. so I felt, I just felt like I could never really fully connect with anyone. And my family upbringing was very sheltered. And a lot of the people I went to school with they weren't like that. Yeah. So I don't know, like I wasn't really 
into like super risk-taking behavior and I didn't or like even something so specific like the girls in my group were all obsessed with the with the boys older than us and yeah. I just they would intimidate me and they would freak me out I don't know that would scare me it's so sheltered yeah I didn't like it and so like and and also growing up as like a primary schooler my best friends were always guys yeah. and my next door neighbor was my best friend were you a bit of a tomboy at school yeah yeah like I liked I loved Barbies and I loved hair and I loved pink yeah. but I loved sport and I liked yeah you know, to play spies and to play army in the bush and stuff. So yeah, I don't know. In school, I just, I don't know. I found it really hard to connect with the girls and to always want to hang out with the older boys because I found them really intimidating. And Mm -hmm. yeah, so in school, I just, I would hear them talking behind each other's backs or saying certain things or being a certain way. And I just knew down in my heart that wasn't me Mm. or like... Can I just say that like high school and school is a nasty place. Like yeah. if you're if you're going through bullying right now, it happens, all right? Yeah. It's 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 everywhere. I was luckily, you know, surrounded by boys that like we all sort of stuck together and we looked after each it other. It also but sounds like you came from a really nice year. I feel like I, every I did, every actually. year is like I really loved my school and I loved yeah. the year that I came from as well. And I I was definitely aware that there was some bullying going around in, in particular places and that. Um and I'm sure I've I've done it once or twice as well like i'm sure everyone's done a stage of, of, of bullying that hurt someone's feelings and, and now you think back on that and you think at, at the time i wasn't meaning to hurt that person's feelings yeah. i was just trying to be playful in that but well, some people can really be affected by that yeah stuff. well even like on my instagram i'll do a post about my hormonal acne and i see girls tagging their friends saying hey babe hopefully this helps you i know you're really upset at school today and that just warms yeah, my heart that's so nice because my experience with hormonal acne at school I had one really, really beautiful friend who was like, it's okay, like your makeup looks really good today. She was so nice. And then another girl was like, she would come up to me so close to my face, knowing that I was like crying about my acne and I was on the pill and I was trying to fix it. And I had so much makeup on to try to cover it because I was so embarrassed. And she would come up and say, oh, your skin's so bad today. Like your pimples are so obvious. Mm. And I was like, and she called herself one of my best friends. I was like, why would you say that to me? Like, yeah. there's a difference between being honest and being like sisters and then saying something that you know is going to wreck my whole day. And yeah. you know that I've got math class with my crush. <laughs> anyway, so. Well, I even have a story about acne as well. Like one of my best mates had some severe acne in high school as well. And it was only recently that I found out like how much that affected his schooling life. Like. He, he told me there was some days he just didn't want to go to school because, yeah. like, he, he hated it. He absolutely hated you can't, it. Yeah, well, you, and especially being a guy, if you don't wear makeup, you know, you can't hide from that. At least I yeah. could, like, pack on my foundation. But I went to a school. Oh, my gosh, my school. You weren't allowed <laughs> to wear makeup. And I remember sitting in the deputy principal's office crying, saying, I don't care about makeup so much. I care about my acne and I'm just trying to feel normal. Yeah. And I just don't want my acne to be out you know, for everyone to see. And I was so embarrassed. And she was like, no, go and take it off. Gave me a makeup remover. I was bawling my eyes out. I called my dad. My dad came to the school and was like, don't make Sarah do this. This is really bad. Anyway. That, if that's- you're in school, don't worry. It gets better when you leave. You find your uh, own You find your own group. You find your own clique and you're all good. Anyway. <laughs> I, I know a lot of people who loved school. But anyway, yeah. so the, the conclusion to that story was when I left school, I just... um. I felt the need to always like try to fit in with the group and I always felt on the outside and I was like, you know what? Life is too short to feel like you're on the outside of the group and to feel mm-hmm. segregated. So I was like, I'm not going to make an effort. I did that whole like, if they don't message me, I'm not messaging them. Mm-hmm. Never saw them since. 
Oh, well. Yeah. And then, yeah. Don't so, need them. <laughs> so, and one of the best things that ever, ever happened to me, what my my best friend is still from school. We were friends mm-hmm. since year seven. But, um, yeah, my group, like, kicked her out of the group in, like, year nine. And I was, it was just a nasty school. Okay, we're getting deep. Anyway, <laughs> but the second part of that, the second part of that is when I went through my breakup, I actually, this is when I was on YouTube. So you guys would have seen this. And it's so funny because I vlogged everything. You know, I vlogged my previous boyfriend. I vlogged the breakup, not it actually happening, but my Your emotions. experience with the breakup. Yeah. yeah. Which was really nice and raw. Yeah. Well, it's I nice mean, to see that people actually. still comment and say, yeah. how'd you get over your breakup? I'm like, oh. Yeah, if you're having some issues, have a look at that. (laughs) And then I, you know, vlogged me getting into my health and fitness and then I vlogged me meeting Kurt. So it's like, it's all documented. But even in that stage, I remember I probably went out like, I don't know, six times, but I went out (laughs) and I tried to... I was, um, yeah, I I tried to like drink and party and meet new people. I was like, if I need, if I'm going to get another boyfriend, I need to meet them. And I thought Mm. I was going to have to meet them like out partying. And even that, I just like, would take a moment with myself at the club and be like, this is so not me. Yeah. This is so not me. Mm. But I just felt like I had to do that because everyone was telling me to, when you go through a breakup, you know, like be selfish, do it for you. And yeah, I kind of had to stop and say, what is the kind of person that I am? And who do I need to surround myself with to be that kind of person? Yeah. So with the party stage, do you feel like that that was filling a void? Like, what oh my was, gosh, yes. Yeah. Because I was used to Saturday nights going to sushi with my boyfriend, going home and watching a TV series and chilling out. And then all of a sudden, you you don't have that. So and then, then after what do you seven do? years, yeah, I'm sitting at home. Like, yeah, no, yeah. And all of my friends either had boyfriends or they were the party girls. So I was like, well, I'm gonna have to up with the party girls unless I want a third wheel <laughs> so I went like out clubbing and stuff and it like there was definitely fun moments and we danced and stuff but um yeah I just deep down I really missed being chill and laying low so what was like what was the turning point I guess to, for, for you to have that realization again to be like you know what this is not actually who I am I'm gonna stop doing this again I might sort of tone it down a little bit with that friend and what was I- the turning point I made goals that I really, really cared about. So okay. I made a goal. Do you want goal- to tell us those goals? Yeah. yeah so yeah, okay. I made a goal to upload, I think it was like a video every week. Yeah. And to so upload. this is right in the early stage. This is before the every three days thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was so, before So how often were you days. uploading right at the beginning? Um, Whenever I could be bothered. Okay. It was cool. really chill. Cool. It was really chill. So this was like just before I met you. Okay. And um, I was like, oh, I'm going to try to upload every week and I'm going to try to upload an Instagram picture every single day. And I really want to make an ebook. So I just yeah. set all these really intense goals for that time. Mm-hmm. And to reach those goals, I wanted to look a certain way. I was like, I want to have the best physique of my life. I want to be the fittest of my life. I want to be the healthiest of my life. And to get there, I don't want to drink. I don't want to party. I want to go to bed at nine. I want to wake up at five. I was just really motivated. And it was a time in my life that I could be really selfish because... Yeah. You, didn't, you didn't have anyone else to rely no, on. No, not at all. Do and you- even my best friends had boyfriends. So like I wasn't really their point of call. I was just a solo writer. Yeah. So, you, so yeah, you say solo writer. That's what I was about to ask you. Because do you feel like you were just doing this on your own? Or did you have like people influencing you at this time to, to be this way? Or mm-hmm. did you just be like... No, nah, that's it. I'm doing this for myself. This yeah. is what I have to do yeah. to find myself because I find your story really interesting because I was a little bit different to you. And and I don't know if we've spoken about it on the podcast before, but Sarah would drive up to the snow by herself on the weekends because she was like, I want to snowboard. 
and I don't have yeah. any friends that will do it with me. So I'm just going to go out there and do it by myself. Yeah, I'm really weird. I'm on the flip side. I I surrounded myself with more people mm. and would always have someone by my side or always be hanging with someone different. So if I want to go snowboarding with, on the weekend, I'd find someone who wanted to go snowboarding on the weekend to do it with. Yeah, but that's like my sisters. So I don't know why I'm this way, but I've been a lone wolf since I was little. Yeah. Like even when I was little, I would play Barbies by myself. My sisters yeah. would ask to play with me and I would say, I would rather play by myself. <laughs> I would. I remember sitting there with my Barbies playing in my head because I was too lazy to talk. Yeah. Um, and I would, I would go into the forest by myself and play fairies by myself. I just, I've always really liked my own company. So that's why... As hard as it was going from being, you know, having a boyfriend for seven years and then by yourself, I, it kind of brought me full circle. And I was like, I've done this before. I can do can this do again. again. And like I said, well, actually the snow story, that's so true. I, I remember wanting to snowboard and I used to always snowboard with my ex. None of my friends wanted to snowboard. They just wanted to party and they were in like this crazy stage. And I was like, no, I know the person I want to be and I'm going to be that by myself mm-hmm. or, you know, I don't, I don't want to be that other version of me. Mm. So I did that and I guess I learned to really love my own company and I'm really driven by my own voice in my head. Whereas like my little sister, she needs an a friend or a motivator or a trainer. So yeah. I try to be that for her so I can be that for myself. But I feel like there's other people around there who can't just say in their head, I'm going to go to the gym at 5 a.m. every morning. I'm going to go to bed at nine and I'm going to make an ebook and I'm going to start my own business. I'm like that. Yeah. But other people need a mentor or yeah. they need their mum to be really supportive or their best friend or their partner. It, it really depends on your personality. So I feel like when I, we met, I was like that to you. Yeah. Yeah, you, you definitely were. And you definitely motivated me a lot. But it's only been recently where I've started to find that sometimes you need your own time to think and have your own thoughts and and to work out exactly what it is that you're doing. So there was definitely when Sarah came along into my life, she definitely helped me a lot to grow and to, to really focus in on exactly what I want to do and to really aim for that and strive for that. And then I, I sort of got to, I kicked off a few goals and I started going, okay, I need some alone time now to to do this myself. So like Sarah's like, Oh, you yeah, go off. So, you go off mountain biking sorry. by yourself, and you're like, "Don't you want friends?" And I I'm feel like, sorry "No," for you. <laughs> because I, I want to have that alone time to have those thoughts to myself. Because I find that so powerful. It's yeah. so refreshing. Yeah. That for one stage of the life, there's there's no stresses or there's no one there saying like things to you. Kind of like your meditation. It is my meditation. Yeah. So I, I like that you did that solo thing because I th- I feel like that's that's a big part of uh, who you are and mm. and your success. And I think it's important to find yourself and who you are without, I guess, the impact of others questioning you or trying to the influence you in, in other ways. Yeah. Yeah. We really, th- that was one question. We went off topic. So, but <laughs> we might be like contradicting ourselves a little bit no, as well. No, no, no. I think it's fine. Who cares? This is, just, this is just an open letter, an open conversation. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully you can relate in some way. But is there someone at the moment Name and shame. No, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. That is a negative energy or, or influence on you. And do you think it's okay to have those people in your life? I think it's okay to have those people in your life if they are actually a good person and support you in some aspect. Yeah. It's okay for them to be different to you. I have a mate who's polar opposite of me <laughs> and we couldn't be so different. And I would always try to influence him positively and make him go to the gym and that. And he would always try to influence me to go out and party and be social. So... Yeah. 
you know, like... But he's we, such a good soul. But he is the nicest guy I've ever met. Yeah. And, like, I he need parties, him, in, I need him in my life. You know what I mean? He's yeah. just... The, just has the, the most genuine soul. Yeah. But I think sometimes maybe... I think you don't need to be with that person all the time because you've got your own goals. They've got their own goals with very different people. But it's yeah. it's so nice to have that person because he's always been 100% supportive of everything that I've done. Yeah, I so agree. Yeah. I have a friend who, like you said, is the complete opposite to me. They love to party and they're like yeah. a free spirit and they don't really set goals and they just go where the wind takes them. And yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. But... She also has qualities where she's such a loyal friend. She would yeah. drop anything to be there. She's always messaging me saying, are you okay? How's the baby? Like yeah. she's just a really good person, but we're so different. So I agree. It's like when I was hanging out with her all of the time, I felt like she was rubbing off on me a little bit too much. So when she would say, oh, who cares? Just go and do this. I'd be like, yeah, okay. But then I'd go home and go, no, that's not, that's not what I want to do. Yeah. So I agree. I think it's like what I said at the start. Assess the three closest people to you in your life and just sit there and think, how does that person affect me and the goals that I'm trying to achieve? And, you know, if that person is that crazy friend, you might need that person in your life at that time. And that's fine. Mm. But just make sure the three people around you are supportive and not toxic and not making you sad. As simple as that, like, especially in the... I don't want to be like sexist or anything, but I know a lot of girls, you know, you can have those friends who are like jealous or they say little things. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Girls are nasty. Girls (laughs) Girls are nasty. Girls can be nasty. Without, I guess, hurting any females right now, guys, I feel like have this tendency to be like, dude, you're a dick. And they'll just say it to your face. I feel like girls like hold it, hold it back a little bit. And you sort of like build it up and talk behind each other's backs a little bit more. Um, Anyway, getting back to back to that supportive person, it's funny how sometimes it's the most unusual person that you'll find the most support from. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. You couldn't be so far from different, but you always can rely on that person to be like, that's a great idea. You should 100% go for that. Mm-hmm. I support you doing it. I think that's cool. Mm. And then I think we have this question later on. But I think then on the flip side of that, you're <laughs> some of the people who may be closest in your life may be the less supportive when you decide to make change because they're not used to the change. They don't like the change. They like you the way you are for who you are. But those people come back around. They do a big circle and they realize, oh, this is actually the the real you. And and they're there and they're 100% supportive again. Yeah, I think because especially if you've like, it's like January and you've made all these changes and you want to be a different person, people think you're being fake because you're not the... You know, Sarah. especially in the world of social media. Yeah, it's, it's, like, <laughs> it's like you're you're not that person that they oh, used to know. Oh, you've all of a sudden become self-absorbed and post photos yourself. No, there's there's purpose behind that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it just surround yourself with people who understand you, understand your goals, and support you like that. Yeah. So one of the most frequent questions I get is actually about food and fitness, and it's always like, "What do you do if your family doesn't support your diet? If your family doesn't support your fitness?" And if they're trying to force you to eat a certain way or, you know, they don't want you to train. Mm. For me, yeah. honestly, I I do. I come from a really, really supportive family. Yeah. I did have a stage when I tried to go raw vegan for my skin. And my mum, my mum is like the queen of listen to your body. Okay. So she was She's like. She's a wealth of knowledge, hey. She is a wealth of knowledge. So <laughs> she surprises kind of, me sometimes. I'm she, like, where'd you get that oh, from? <laughs> mate, she is smart. So she, I remember telling her mum don't put that in the cupboard. I'm raw vegan now. Like, don't touch my bananas, whatever. So she rolled her eyes and she was like, you'll come full circle. I was like, what do you mean? So 
And I felt like she was judging me at a certain point, but it is true. I came full circle. Yeah. But, you know, I know, I know to a certain aspect how that feels with the family, but with the friends, oh my gosh, my friends hated how healthy I was and how I didn't want to, you know, eat kebabs with them and how I didn't want to drink and how, you know, I would, I would be a little bit late to breakfast. Uh, sorry, I'd be a little bit late to breakfast because I'd be training or something. Yeah, that's a big one. Training takes it like over your life. Yeah. So my <laughs> advice to that is be really kind, be really confident and n- not aggressive. So I found mm. that the best way. So I've like done two things. I've been like aggressive back and been like, well, if you don't understand it, like, you know, and, and I'll get a bit defensive. Yeah, just deal with it. Like, yeah, deal with this, it. Is, like this is what I do. Or you should probably do the same because it's better for your health. Like, yeah, people don't want to hear judge. that. No. People don't want to hear that. So nowadays, I'm just really kind and I'm like, oh, no, I just, I honestly just really like doing this for myself. I love it. I'm never going to change. And it's okay that we're different. Because so it's like at the start, the thing that hurt my feelings the most, and I felt so bad, is when I was on this big health kick and I found out I was gluten intolerant and I was like eating paleo based my friends would be like, oh, don't judge me. I'm getting a donut. Yeah. And I'll be like, no, I'm never, I'm not going to judge you. And that happened for like a year. People yeah. would say, don't judge me. Or, or I'd be like, oh, do you want to get something to eat? And I feel like it still happens. It still yeah, happens sometimes. every now and again. So I just want to make like a big point to be like, I'm not judging you. You do you. I fully, fully don't care. Yeah. Um, I respect you as long as you respect me. So I think it's like maybe sitting down with your family and telling them why it's so important to you. Yeah of you know the way you're eating or the way you're training and just say please respect me and I'll respect you so just don't if you turn this big circle and you're not eating apples anymore for some reason okay <laughs> don't turn around to your mom and be like why are you eating an apple just chill <laughs> well I'm a little bit different I was a little bit lucky with the whole health and fitness thing my my family and my parents in particular are health and fitness nuts Back in the day, they lived and breathed gym. So my His whole life- His parents were rigs. My dad was like a monster when I was in like high school. My mates would come up to me and be like, do you see your dad bench 140 kilos? He did Didn't like you guys used to reps. train together? Yeah, he used to. And then like- That's he, so cute. Yeah, That's yeah. It's going to be you and our son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I was really lucky whenever I was like, you know, I, I have a goal to make myself bigger or do this or do that. I had really supportive parents who would pave the way even. Yeah. You. Yeah. Definitely help me. And I, I it, it's, it's great to have that support in your life. I, I noticed totally that- understand if you don't have that support and your family eats a particular way, uh, it would be really hard. It would be really hard because they would cook a dinner and they'd expect you to eat it because you know, they come, they come home from a hard days of work and they've cooked you dinner and they, they want you to, to eat. And they've and they, bought they, all the ingredients yeah, and, and it, they put a lot of effort into that. You don't want to offend that. them, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it I could really see depends. how hard that could be. It really depends on your parents or your friends, you know, mm-hmm. your family's personality. Because we could give advice all day, but everyone's parents are so, so yeah. different. It's like my mom even now still forgets. She's like, I made you this. I'm like, mom, is there any milk in it? And she's like, <laughs> no, 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 it's dairy free. It's dairy free. I'll go, mum, is there cheese? No, no, it's dairy free. Is there a little bit of cream? Oh yeah, just a little bit. But you'll be all right. It's mom, only a little bit. <laughs> so it, it just like, it just depends on your family. And, yeah. like, how and I, I think, I think Sarah's point about having the conversation with them, sitting them down, just going, look guys, this is what I want to do. Um, how, how can we make this work? Yeah, I'm I not feel trying like to be rude. Yeah. as to be a young parent and about to become a parent, um, 
I, I feel like I'd be supportive of whatever it is that, that our, I almost said his name, that our boy wants to do. Like what, what if, if the conversation turned... was there and he's like, I, I want to eat healthy. and But what if it was like bad? What are we going to do if he's like, um, I just love junk food and I just love McDonald's and I love. <laughs> then you, there needs to be a bit of education in place there. I right. feel like if you don't understand what what these, these foods are doing yeah yeah i'll definitely leave that to you because you're, <laughs> you're the you're the food education queen um but i feel like if you don't have an understanding around those foods a bit of education same same goes with your parents if your parents don't have an understanding around those foods, explain like, why explain why you're doing it yeah yeah, yeah. it doesn't or, have to be you need to do this it's just even, this is why i'm doing or, it hint hint yeah or even <laughs> to soften the blow you could say look it's not a long-term thing i'm just going to trial it and see how i feel even yeah. though deep down in your soul yeah. you know you want it to be long-term. yeah it just goes back to that point that i said before that the closest people in your life aka family are most likely going to be the ones that aren't going to be they don't like change supportive of that straight off the yeah. bat so speaking of the closest people in your life yeah let's just quickly round out this convo with boyfriends and girlfriends okay Alrighty. Now, I feel like we have very similar opinions. However, we'll, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. So basically, if you, let's just say, because we're both, you know, health and fitness kind of people, do you think that you need to be with another health and fitness kind of person? Or like, do you feel like, what values do you think need to be the same? Do you think it's like yin and yang? Or should mm-hmm. you be like two peas in a pod? This is my personal opinion and no one take it as gold or gospel. I think that for me personally, I need someone who who is a fitness person because there's a, a mutual understanding the reasoning why I'm going to the gym at nine o'clock at night mm-hmm. or why I'm waking up early and going for a paddleboard at five in the morning, seven Ks around a headland. There may be some females who may be against that and may think it's selfish Mm -hmm. um especially with my mountain biking and all these activities i've got going on sarah has this understanding that like i need to do those to have a good mental state and also feel good within myself Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily just a selfish thing like i need to do this because i need to you know be out and about with the boys or whatever like it's it's yeah it's like i know a couple actually they're married i know a married couple and they both love netflix and they and love that is fancy sweet. and they love fancy dinner. That is perfect. Perfect. But I, I listen to this. I, I love them. They are the. They just guys. Suit I love each. Netflix as well. Sarah doesn't. <laughs> I hate Netflix. It's really hard. They, they suit each other so well. Um, but I just listen to their stories and I'm like, I would die if I was your wife. You would kill me because they just like go out. They spend all their money on fancy dinners and fancy restaurants yeah. and and they sit down and binge watch Netflix all day. And I'm like. Do you feel like you boys did this Saturday? And they're like, no. I'm like, oh my gosh, you would, uh, we could not live together. So I kind of agree. I think it's like, you don't need to be with someone who's the exact same to you because we're no, actually very different. We're different. Yeah. But I think whatever's really important to you or what makes you happy, like, a, yeah. you know. Hobbies and that are a great example. Hobbies. I think they're, they're the things the that are probably, probably important in a relationship because both myself and Sarah, let's get dive into it now. Mm. I'm so, so chill that it actually annoys Sarah yeah. sometimes. Yeah, but like, I need it. I need you to be chill. <laughs> because you're so um, on the ball strong. and highly strung. Yeah, if definitely. If I was with, like, someone really bossy and someone who gets, like, stressed and, like, mm. yeah, highly strung, it would make, I would explode. Yeah. Yeah. You're like you're my the diffuser. boss in the relationship. <laughs> yeah, like I'm like a candle always on fire and you're just like a little dripping tap chilling me out. You know, I don't want to go into a bonfire. I don't want to burn everyone down. I just I just want to chill. I just want to like, you know, 
do what I like doing. Yeah. But in saying this, <laughs> yeah. what what's your opinion if like by the way, none of this podcast has been prepped, by the way. This is just like a candid convo, so if you don't have an answer, it's totally fine. Yeah, that's cool. Um okay, so what if I have you know me, okay, I mm-hmm. love health and fitness, I'm yeah. like whatever so sheltered it hurts yeah and i have a boyfriend and he's really into the gym Mm -hmm. and he loves health but he parties drinks and does drugs every weekend and i've already sat down and talked to him saying i really don't like that you do that um can you not it it makes me feel like i need to do it too yeah and i feel like a loser that i'm not doing it and i feel like you think i'm a grandma um and his friends kind of pressure me to drink and do drugs Okay, I'm just going to think about what I need to say. I think, oh, look, I'm, I'm okay. Because I've Talking met someone my, before, my you, okay? before you, I, I was like not seeing someone like that, but I kind of met someone like that and I, I couldn't do it. Okay. Okay. Coming from my perspective yeah. and my experience in life and where I'm at and where my friends are at, we've all been through the crazy party stage mm-hmm. and I feel like as a as a male, like that's sort of just what happens. You got so much testosterone in your system. You just want to go out and you just like, you know, rip the floor up with your mates or whatever, whatever it be. Um, I feel like that dies off because I actually had this conversation over the weekend. I was at a Bucks on the weekend and I was surprised how tame my mates were on this yeah, Bucks weekend. Yeah, you actually, you actually, well, he left for the Bucks weekend being like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be in for a rude awakening. Yeah, I'm I was like, like, I'm going to, I'm going to die. <laughs> the boys going to make me now. drink. And, and I was surprised with how, com- how composed my closer friends from that Bucks weekend were. Like I was really surprised because, and I was talking to Everyone's one of- grown up a little bit. Yeah. And I was talking to one of my best mates about it as well. And and he was saying like, it's so good that we're all together for this because everyone's life right now, everyone's separated. All my friends are around the country, around the world. They've all moved. They've all got partners. A lot of them are, are doing their own thing. They're starting to get married. I'm 29 years old. So like we're, we're, we're starting to grow up now mm-hmm. and You're it's starting to get real. We're having a, we're having a kid. Um, and, and he was saying to me, he's like, it's so nice to get everyone together again and just have drinks and just chat and, and just catch up because we we all, we don't do this frequently anymore. And it's refreshing to do it once in a while rather than every weekend and feel rotten. And, you know, you don't want to feel horrible on the weekends. You want to go out and be active and, and you know, pursue whatever it is, that, the goals that you've got, whether that be saving up for a house or whatever it be. Um, life does change and, mm-hmm. and, and it will change. And I feel like if you're being influenced by your boyfriend to especially take drugs, like don't do it. You don't have to do it. You can say no. And and, and if he's pushing you to do it, or on the flip side, if you, your girl's pushing you to do it, mm-hmm. you can say no and reevaluate your situation and go, is this person genuinely needed in my life? Yeah. Is this, is this person making the best version of myself? Mm-hmm. And if they're not, for there has to be a multiple of reasons, maybe yeah. not just the one. Yeah. If they're not, then don't be with that person. You will find a better person who will support you and push you to better places. Yeah. I just thought this was a good topic because I know a lot of people listening are either in high school, uni, you know, yeah. in their early yeah. 20s even. And that is the time of your life where friends and family are so influential in not only the decisions you make, but the person that you become. Yeah. And as much as I do believe it's like your 
born in a certain way and whatever's meant to be will be. I do think the people you surround yourself with really mold who you are. And mm. I feel so lucky of how my life has worked out and my my sisters and my friends and you. I just I just think back and I think like if I didn't make those decisions and if I was with those crazy people and if I if I went with that drug party boy <laughs> what what's the, I, I i know i wouldn't be sitting here i wouldn't have a youtube channel i, I wouldn't be healthy i totally agree with that i totally so agree weird. with that and i feel like as you get older as well you start to become more philosophical yeah in your thought process and you start to think back and reflect on stages of your life and you go that happened for a that reason that happened for a reason i did this because of that and and it's all even these like things your breakup like yeah your breakup story is so sat like traumatic and so bad yeah. and you were so upset <laughs> and yeah. it And you just thought, why is life doing this to me? Like, why am I being punished? I'm such a good person. Why is this happening? And you look back and you're like, I'm so glad that happened to me. (laughs) Well, it's funny you say that because uh, um, my ex's brother was on the (laughs) was at the box I was at the weekend. And he even said to me, man, he was like, mate, I'm sorry that all that stuff happened. Um, You know, we really liked you. But look at you now. Look look at what you're doing. Look what she's doing. Like it it happened for a reason. I was like, I totally agree. There's no hard feelings whatsoever now because it's happened for a reason. And I'm with Sarah and I'm so much happier and I'm doing what I want to do. So like these things do happen for a reason. And I feel like you start to have these realizations once you start delving more and more into life. I know we're getting deep. I'm sorry, guys. but <laughs> No, but I think it's like if you're going through a point right now where it's like maybe you've just had a fight with your best friend mm. or you and your mum aren't getting along and you fight every single morning, I hope that one day you look back and you think that happened for a reason. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's all well and well and good for us to say, it's going to get better. It's going to get better because I've had so much of that. And advice. you're like, shut up. Shut sucks. up, man. <laughs> <laughs> but one day you will. You will look back and you'll I be know. like, I understand my my path and, and where I am right now. Yeah. So I guess like to, to conclude, Ooh. really evaluate that and really just dwell on that for a second. The three closest people in your life, who are they? What are they doing for you? Are they supporting you? Are they toxic? And they don't have to be exactly the same as you, but just make sure they're bringing out the best version of you. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah. This uh, has been the most serious podcast we've ever done. I thought it was good though. I yeah, like, I, I like, I like, we need a, we need a little bit of a toned down serious, you know, well, like, this is like the nighttime Friday afternoon, you kick your feet up. You're like, yeah, I've, I've had enough laughter for the day. I just want to sit back and totally. chill and relax into the weekend. Yeah. Well, I've actually been, I'm really boring. I go on a walk every day with Abby and I've been listening to like birthing podcasts and they're very serious because they're like about labor and I love it. I love <laughs> listening to people just chat about their stories. So I, I we need of, a new intro for the for the show when we when we're going to do a slow podcast, oh. slow talks with Kurt and Sassy. <laughs> you should be like a love song dedication, guys. Love song dedication. <laughs> but KJ regardless, Tills. we really hope you guys liked this episode. Yeah, <laughs> I know, my baby, I can't get enough. <laughs> I don't even know the words. Song can't get enough of your love, baby. I'm clapping. Okay, okay. hands are in the air. Here we go. Oh, baby, I darling, I don't know why. I don't know um, why. Okay. I can't get enough of your I'm love, baby. On that note, I feel like it's time to go. Kurt needs a shower. You need a snack. Oh, I smell. <laughs> if you guys want to check out our Instagram, which I've been making a massive effort of being You've a lot more free. Thank you. Yeah. I'm doing I'm doing Instagram stories. I'm posting pictures. So it's the dot health code on Instagram. I'm Sarah's Day, Sarah's underscore day, and just Sarah's Day on YouTube. I am KJ Tilson. Can I just say, I went to a little podcast event this this week. And the reason why we went there is because 
of all you guys who are tuning into our podcast. I I feel very grateful and I feel like we're actually helping you guys out with like whatever it is in life that you're going through and I'm so excited to continue this thing on and I was just so happy to hear like the positive feedback that we've been we've been getting about this podcast. So yeah, it's really everyone's exciting. loving that we're being consistent. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you for being so supportive, everyone. We'll keep this going. Yeah. And if you have any specific like topics or subjects you want us to talk about, just DM us or leave it on a comment on Slide Instagram. Into the DMs. Slide into the DMs because we just dedication. love. We'll, because we just love talking about things that you guys find helpful so anyway i'm gonna go and have some water because i'm always dehydrated why don't you have a cup of tea while you're at you're an old lady right now no okay guys (laughs) bye bye